Blog Talk Radio. You know, we always running around and we slowly slipping on here or under seven o'clock. But we have a great show, Leash. I've been waiting for this show. We actually thought it was last week, so I was all hyped. So I'm super hyped tonight. We got a great show, and thank you, everybody that are tuning in. And make sure y'all press those ones because you know, Leash loves to talk to people. <laughs> I'm putting it all on you, Leash. <laughs> Girl, please. You know me. I'm always, you know, we always got to get some stuff started. And we got to do shit sometimes. You know, that's just uh, what we like to do here on Let's Chat. And so, you know, we had Chris. Okay, so Crystal Nicole, who's been on our show before, she's a relationship Mm -hmm. and a life coach, and she had posted something on her Facebook page. And when I say we was all going in, we was going in on her post. She can't find it. Because I was like, did you find it? She was like, I can't share it. I can't find it. So we don't have to start all over. But we went in on her post. And it was real. Uh It was like a real, real serious grown folk talk. And I was like, we need to have a show about this. And so here it is. Awesome. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. And you know we have to balance it out with a guy on the show, Lee. So we have the perfect guy guest tonight, Mr. Sharif himself. He always comes up into the chat room, starting stuff, getting our papers all discombobulated. And uh, so I'm going to be interested in his way in on this night of redefining your definition of happy. You know, we always have a topic. Lisha comes up with the best topics, and uh, we always get started on her explanation for tonight topic and then we always weigh in when I guess to hear their point of view that POV of where our topic is so at least 
tell our listening audience, Leash, we always have new people that joins us. And you and I, we just jump right into the show like we don't introduce ourselves. <laughs> but my name is Tony, and I am joined by the one and only phenomenal co-host herself, Leisha. And here on Let's Chat, we love celebrating literature, and not just literature. We have had a slew of guests that came through the doors of Let's Chat. We've had musicians, politicians, artists, rap artists, soulful artists, actors, you name it, any walk of life, they have come through the doors of Let's Chat, and we have so appreciated each and every one of them. At least we have had guests that are literally on the red carpet in Hollywood giving us an interview, giving the ladies of Let's Chat some of their precious time. So we so appreciate them for doing that. But we love doing that and bringing our guests here and sharing them with the audience here on Let's Chat. Now we allow all avid readers and artists to interact in an intimate and fun, friendly environment. We get to hear their passion behind what it is that they do because you never know who may be listening, and they may be at a point in their lives that that's just what they need to hear. So we hope you guys sit back, relax, and don't forget to press your one and come on and chime in on what we're doing tonight and let us know your point of view. With all that said and done, Leash, I'm going to take a quick breather and let you explain to our listening audience exactly what redefining your definition of happy is. Well, this show came about in so many different ways. So Crystal Mm -hmm. Nicole, who's going to be on our show, she's a relationship and life coach. And she had posted something on Facebook. I don't know if you're just tuning in, so I'm going to repeat myself. If you are, welcome to the show. And we were all going in on the post. And it was like some real grown folk talk, just like some serious, straight, no chaser, just talk about just relationships. And Uh um, I was like, this is like a show. And so I was like, we got to have a show about this. And so I talked to her about us having a show. Then I was listening to The Breakfast Club and T.D. Jakes was on there. And Uh T.D. Jakes talked about redefining your happy. And then I started thinking, in life, in relationships, we are constantly evolving, constantly evolving. And you have to always redefine what happy is for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you're always changing and evolving. Your needs are changing. Your, what you want, what you don't want, what you like, what you don't like. And a lot of times mm-hmm. when we get into relationships, we talked about this last week on the show, um, for females and for males, you know, females, we always got a bucket list. You know, we always got this long-ass list of mm-hmm. what we want from our man. But the way we get mm-hmm. the list is we date Todd. Todd, it was a bad relationship. It was a painful relationship because it's over now. But you created a list from what Todd did that you didn't like or what this mm-hmm. relationship brought to you that felt negative that you didn't like. And so you added that to mm-hmm. your list. And then you dated Bob. And Bob was all right, but that was another painful relationship. It ended on other, you know what I'm saying, and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. But everything on your list is applied to your list based off of pain. Pain, mm-hmm. hurt, um, misunderstandings, lack of understanding of who you are, of, of who another person is, of what a relationship really is. And I think that that's a problem. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's a problem. I think that, well, my question is, you know, you have older, our great-grandparents, they stayed together for 80, 90 years. It's like what they know that we don't know. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they knew something that they didn't tell us, but they sugarcoated some things. And so we got the right. sugarcoated version of life, love, marriage, relationships, everything we got was sugarcoated. And then TV came along. And I just added to it, so now it's got a whole bunch of this and that is shaking up. It's like a big old box of Lori season salt. And mm-hmm. still, everybody is missing a lack of understanding of something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, Yama Van Zen, I think it was, mm-hmm. she uh, made a statement. And, um, dang, I got to think about what it was. I was just talking about it, too. Mm-hmm. But it was like the, the lack of understanding. It's like we have a lack of understanding of a lot of things, and especially okay. like when it comes to marriage and relationships. And I'm not just going to say just marriage because people, a lot of people feel like, okay, well, I don't need to get married to have that kind of relationship. You know what I'm saying? But still, mm-hmm. there's a lack of understanding in a relationship in general. Mm. That makes sense. It does. And um, like you said, it's not only in marriage because a lot of people approach marriage differently now than our mm-hmm. ancestry days. You know, some people don't give it that, that time to mature. And that's one of the, I think that's one of the major problems of relationships today is that they're not given a chance to mature and, and, and get seasoned. And, and that's what our grandparents uh, leaned on that you spoke about earlier. That's all that, that sugar coating, that seasoned salt, that, that togetherness, that tightness. And you don't see that these days. You really, really don't. And, and a prime example of that, Leash, is, you know, my husband and I just celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary. We went, um, out of the country to a resort, and people were amazed, Lee, that it was 25 years. They was like, everybody that asked us, well, you know, about it is like, what's the secret? <laughs> you don't hear that these days. 25 years, and and it's amazing that it's not as common today. And and I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, but you don't really hear of it. So. Relationships, not just in marriage, but in life in general. You have a relationship mm-hmm. at, at your job. You have a relationship with the people you interact with on a daily basis. So that all interacts in and of itself, that relationship. And um, I'm going to be so interested in hear how our guests feel about it and how Absolutely. they apply it to their everyday life. Absolutely, because... Um, what Iyana Van Zandt was talking about was people that have trust issues. And mm. we try to use our previous experiences as excuses on why we can't sure. trust this person here. This person hasn't done anything. But, see, it's not this person that you can't trust. What she said is you you can't trust yourself. You're not trusting that you're making the right decision, which mm-hmm. to me is like you're taking pause. You're taking pause at something, and you're trying to figure out and get a clear understanding of what something is. I think that we Mm -hmm. confuse love and being in love, and we all know that that's two different things. And 
the thing with love is you feel loved when um, people show you that they love you. You know what I'm saying? When they mm-hmm. down for you, when they got your back, when they there, that's somebody showing like I love you and I got you, that kind of love. But that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that that's I'm going to need to marry you and be with you for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Loving somebody and being in love are two different things. People confuse mm-hmm. love and appreciation. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They they okay. they feel appreciative of what they receive from this person, but that does not mean that this is supposed to be the person you're going to be with for the rest of your life. And I think that's how we get into making these bad decisions in relationships without because we don't have a lack of understanding of mm-hmm. what love is and mm-hmm. and what being in love is and how do you know and when what is it you know when you first, when you really get into a relationship deep down mm-hmm. it has to transcend love because love is a feeling so it has mm-hmm. to go beyond that and so the beyond that is where we get lost in translation Mm-hmm. You know, true. because love is and patient, it's kind, it has its own definition, it never changes. But in order to be in a relationship, a marriage, even a friendship, it has to transcend that. It has to go beyond that. And I think that's where a lot of us get lost. And how do mm-hmm. we get over there from over here? What do we do? Mm-hmm. And also, least you know, the, sometimes people categorize like like that bucket list people put categorize mm-hmm. individuals and and they and and that's a that's not a good step and women are guilty of it and and men as well so sometimes you have to step back and say you know this is not my past relationship like I was reading this book recently and this woman was given the excuse of her past relationship as to why she wasn't dating now so. The man had, you know, and it's, it's it's all fiction, people, but it's art imitates life. You know, he is not her last relationship, so don't put him in that category. Give him a chance to show her who he was, you know, and, and I think mm-hmm. that's a problem today that you're not allowed to let the person be that person. You know, don't lump your past pain and frustrations on the person that's standing in front of you. That goes for men and women, and unfortunately, you bring that baggage with you into your new relationship and you're already giving Uh it not giving it a chance before it fully gets started so don't categorize those that are in front of you give it a chance uh and, and learn the person learn yourself with this person because you're not the same person that you were with your past relationship as you're trying to be with your new relationship absolutely and know yourself like the question is would you date yourself like knowing mm-hmm. all the things that you know about you, you're crazy, you're not crazy, you're this, you're that, whatever it is that people, do, I mean the stuff people don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Would you date mm-hmm. yourself? And those are some of the things that you start to work on because the problem when you get into a relationship is not that other person because you haven't even developed anything with them yet. It's the understanding of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have luck, lack of mm-hmm. understanding of yourself, what you want, what you need, how you want it, how you need it. You don't know. And so we bumping around in the dark, you know, from relationship to relationship, trying to figure out what it is that we need. And then at the same mm-hmm. time, 
we add, like you said, we categorize and stuff, and we got this five-page list. Now, y'all ladies already know. <laughs> we have like a 10-page list. This is what I want. I want a man to do this. He got to have this. He got to do this. He got to da 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 And it's a, a big old list of all these things. Mm-hmm. First of all, we're imperfect, we're imperfect people, and we're always looking for perfection from other people. My other question is, right. why is that? You know what I'm saying? Why are we always looking for someone else to be perfect when we are not perfect ourselves? We want to welcome y'all to Let's Chat. I am Miss Felicia. You know I got my right hand, and most of the time she my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We are talking that talk today about redefining your happy. Uh, and we're also talking about understanding what love is and how do you know when you're in love and what being in love means? We got a whole crew mm-hmm. of people coming through to make some comments, to drop some jewels. So it's going down today. We got special guest, life and relationship coach, Crystal Nicole. We got author, Avery Good, author and publisher, Sharif Jadon. Because, you know, we got to put a little man in there, y'all. We can't be, then they be talking about <laughs> we, we man bashing up in here. So we got to put a man's point of view in there. And we got author mm-hmm. and publisher Monique Hall. Monique is going to be on first. She's going to tell us about the A, the MVP awards that are coming next week. We're going to have mm-hmm. her in here. She's going to talk that talk. I don't know if she's going to stay the whole show. I hope she does because Monique is married and she can give us a little some jewels over here. You know what I'm saying? She could drop some jewels and tell us some things that we may not know, you know. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to take a brief break, and we'll be back with the fabulous Monique Hall. Okay. Oh, pull up on a bump of that bay roll. Shot him on a go, come a bay roll. Uh, yeah. Anywhere I go, you know the bay roll. Ball on a ball on a ball on a ball on a ball. Pull up on a bump of that bay roll. Shot him on a go, come a bay roll. Anywhere I go, you know the bay roll. I ball in the stove cause the bay roll. I came out the streets on the bay roll. You know we gon' eat cause the bay roll. You know about me, you know the bay roll. And I rock him a nigga bay roll. Yo, ball like a hot boy, hot boy. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. 
yes, that's Let's Chat. We are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. We are here talking and talk today about redefining your happy and knowing what is what is love. And how do you know when you're in love? Just we just talking everything, relationships, the whole thing. We going up and down and all the way around. So we're excited. First we're gonna jump this thing off. We got the fabulous Monique Hall. She's gonna come in here and talk that talk about the MVP awards next week. Hey Hello, Monique, how, how are, are you? I'm fine, how are you, sweetheart? Hi Monique. Welcome to this chat. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you, Tony. How are you? I am doing good. I'm excited about the show. And I'm, I'm not sure if you heard, but we hope you can stick around a little bit and drop some of those fabulous jewels that you got stuck up over there with you. I wish I had some jewels. I fight every day, fussing every day. <laughs> <laughs> we get up fussing. It's funny because you have one of my authors on here, Avery. She could tell you. I fuss every, we fuss every day. We love hard. That's all. <laughs> we fuss every day. That's all. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with it. But tell us about the MVP awards. Give us the scoop okay. where people can get their tickets, what's going down, and how it's going down. Okay. This is our first year um, for the MVP awards, and we hope that um, it's not, it's one of many. And this year um, we had planned it, you know, I guess um, – Probably early part of last year that we wanted to do an awards. Um, we had been to a few awards shows. All of them are very, very nice. Um, and uh, they, I think the first one that we looked at was in New York, and they just had theirs last week, which is the um, African American Literary Award, which is Yvette Hayward. I loved it. Um, and I have never actually attended it, but whenever I look at it online, it looks very classy. Um, I've had the um, also had the opportunity to uh, be a sponsor at the AMBC Awards, and I think Tamika does a very good job of doing that. And um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to do something a little different that um, entwined the books, the literary, the music, and more of an up and personal type situation. Um, and so Atlanta has been a great place to do that at because in the, when I first started in the, into books, um, every, everything was in New York. And I just believe mm-hmm. that you can have a BET Awards, an MTV Awards, an Oscar, and a Grammy. And I just believe that we can all celebrate all of them equally, um, not taking away from any of them. And so that was my, my, my sole purpose of that was just to give it a different spin in my perspective. Um, but as in anything, that's the first time you also have, um, you know, you want something that you have to just kind of build up to. So I think with this particular situation, um, I'm probably coming off of Essence, which everyone knows is like a really big thing for us, and we were able to secure that to the point that we're over the literary area for that particular division. So going into mm-hmm. this, I still wanted that Essence feel, um, and it felt good, if that makes any sense. But when you're doing mm-hmm. something of this magnitude, it really takes more than just I have to take my hat off to anyone that's doing these type of events because when you're doing it, you look at it from the outside looking in, but when you go into it, it's something totally different. And so, um, mm-hmm. you know, with that in mind, um, I, we have a we have a good turnout for the awards, but I wanted a full weekend. Um, and so we were still able to secure that, but we also had to be able to, um, you know, understand people's pockets this close to the season and the two hurricanes coming up. We had to switch a little things up. So with that in mind, um, what we did was we are still doing a, mix, a mixer at the Westin Hotel on Friday for those that come in. Um, and if you're familiar with the Sundial Hotel, 
uh, from 7 to 11 at the bar. There's an NDP area. We'll just mix and mingle and have a good time. Greet some people that you haven't seen. Um, Nikki Turner's going to be there. Quan is going to be there. Uh, my mentor, Victoria, lost her mom about a week and a half ago, and so um, mm-hmm. she will not be in attendance. She was. Uh, she called me yesterday to still try to come. I just couldn't make her do that. I just thought it was selfish mm-hmm. of myself. So um, mm-hmm. I know Jill is coming. Danielle's coming. The nominees will be there. Um, we're just going to mix and mingle um, on that Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, Wednesday through Saturday, we've changed the day party situation for being at the AC Marriott. And it's, I don't know if you guys know, it's Morehouse Spelman and Clark Atlanta's homecoming. And so we will be um, at the AU Center right outside of the Barnes & Noble um, at a 10 by 20 big booth. And um, you can meet and greet us um, Wednesday through Saturday from 9 to, till you drop, 9 to 6 on Sunday. I mean on Saturday, but on, I mean on, on um, Monday, well, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we'll be out all day. On Saturday, because mm-hmm. of the awards, we're going to cut it short. And from 9 to 4, you can come out, mingle, you know, have a good time, get author signings and that sort of thing, and just get a feel of uh, what it's like, you know, to meet and greet some of the authors. Um, on mm-hmm. Saturday evening, we will be at the AC Marriott at 101 Marriott Street in the Zen Garden, and the pink carpet opens up at 645, and the awards start at 8 o'clock. Um, Lisa and Tony, you guys are um, nominated in two different categories. Um and so it's a wonderful thing to have you guys out there as well. And so we'll run through the awards, and at 10 o'clock it will end promptly. Um, I don't know if you guys know LaGio Hunt just hit the New York Times bestseller list with uh, Carl Weber. So on Sunday mm-hmm. at Rays on the River, we'll be having a, um, a a actually good celebration, just celebrating and just enjoying um, each other's company with LaGio, and that will take place 11 to 2. So any information will be updated Um Today, um, at midnight, you can go back and look at some of the flyers, which is www.mbpawards.com, and that will be on, on site. If you have any questions, just email us. But we're just trying to make it affordable this first year for everyone that's coming out, and we're just going to build as we go. Awesome. That's, it's, it's, and we want to thank all of our listeners and supporters that nominate Alicia and I, you know. Sometimes we mm-hmm. go in there, Monique, voting for one person, and, and we find out that we're on there ourselves. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want to thank everybody. Yeah, you guys didn't know it's funny because um, I kept getting, like, you know, they, they everybody has a name for you guys' show. So, um, it's you know, until you – it's like a let's chat, talk with Tony Wright and Royce. I was like, well, I didn't know this was the same person. Like, it was, it, was, it, was, it was so funny when we were going through it. And I was like, you guys have really been hustling. So it's been an honor, you know what I'm saying, to know you and see your growth. Um, I think I met you in 2000, either 14 or 15. And um, mm-hmm. just in that short span of time, you know, you've really grown um, as a company and as people. And I just think it's it's a wonderful thing to see, you know, growth and development, especially from positive black women. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to, on behalf of uh, myself and MVP, we just wanted to say congratulations on your nominations. You know, you they're well-deserved. Well-deserved. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes, we do. Yes. Now, Monique, you, Mm -hmm. real quick, because you got a book dropping. Let's talk a little bit about that book real quick. Which one? (laughs) I have a, which which book is it this time? Is it, um, I I think it's DeAndre's, or which one are you speaking of? Because we have a few books dropping. No, you have a, aren't you dropping a book? 
I do have a book dropping, but I'm on a book with a couple a, t- a couple different people, so it just depends on which book. My personal book that I have dropping is my um, my latest book because we have two different books that's dropping. That's what I'm saying. Which one are you speaking of? Because Two Tears has already dropped. That's a revise of, a, of another book that's actually going to stage play your movie. But my latest book that's coming out is called um, Rather You Than Me. That's what's mm-hmm. dropping next. Um, and that was – it was supposed to drop like months ago, and then life happened. And um, – it was funny if you guys are familiar with um, Rick Ross, which uh, y'all music is crunk up during the commercials. I love that. That was like hot. Um, I was, you know, bouncing. I can't dance. Yeah, I was. I, I had my groove going, but um, basically, rather you than me is um, is an urban spin. I got the title from Rick Ross um, with his latest album that he had, and it's a. It actually is a two part series. Um, it will drop next month. Um, which we're, we're actually trying to do something a little different. With all the books that's dropping from different publishers every day, every day, I just think that sometimes we don't um, we don't get noticed. Not us as in, as a whole, but authors don't get noticed. So what we're trying to do is go back to the traditional form of dropping every Tuesday, which will be 52 books a year instead of like 5,288 books, you know, in a year um, that's been going on. And and we're just taking a slower approach. So I put myself um, behind in order to get my authors prepped. And you'll start seeing books from us dropping every Tuesday. But my book will drop um, on Black Friday, actually. So my book is not going to drop to November, only because we have other people that's coming um, out with other books. And I just wanted to make sure that my authors were the forefront of it. And this was fun writing because I hadn't had a, a chance to sit down and really um, really test my skills um, a little, you know, and, and really try to push myself to the next level. I have been working with Victoria mm-hmm. Christopher Murray on some things which made me go back and revamp and put something different into it rather than just, you know, putting out a book, you know, and I just don't want to just put out a book. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We love Victoria. We've been kicked out of her class because we've taken it uh, way too many times. (laughs) And so we're no longer allowed to take her class anymore. But just if y'all ever get a chance to take her class, when I tell Mm -hmm. you, you will come out, like a creative gumbo, just wanting to yeah. write something, anything. Like, she's awesome. The way she teaches the craft and her passion yeah. makes it even better. So if you get a chance to catch any of her online classes, make sure you take them. It will yes. be a benefit to you if you need an editor. She is an awesome editor. Yes. She teaches. Mm-hmm. She doesn't just edit, but she tells you why and teaches you why. I mean, she's awesome. Um, yes, she is. Tony's awesome, too. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you edited yes. Tony, so that's something new. I'm glad yes. you, um, I didn't know Tony that. Tony got that. Right. I didn't know that. She got I'm that. That Victoria female. Christopher Murray approved pen. Training. It's, okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you marked it up a number of times. Yes. Okay. She taught me. I'm one of her students. You know, we actually look look out because we're gonna be forming something. She just has to get like like uh, Malik said. She has to get past right. this um situation but uh there's gonna be a collaboration and uh I don't hope I didn't let it out the bag too soon but I'm actually one of her students. I'm Mm -hmm. one of us editing students and um I actually just love Victoria. She is an awesome teacher as well as a woman. She is, she really is. Yes, goodness. So you guys are so funny. Like I mean you guys you really need um you guys need, if, I, if we would have done the panels this year like we had planned on doing, it would have been wonderful mm-hmm. to see you live. But we are, and I want to invite you out now on online. Um, 
you are now um, in the Atlanta area. We are in Alpharetta, and there's an area which uh, my author, Avery Goods, coming on later, should tell you, is called the Avalon. It's where I stay at out this way. And there, we're doing an event in um, in the spring. Uh, it's called Spring Bling, and we're doing panels and stuff, too, and I would love to have you out because you guys are amazingly funny, and you also are humorous, but you still – you know, give good, good, good information. And so I wanted to make mm-hmm. sure, you know, check your calendars because I want to make sure that we invite you out. I'll talk to you about it at the awards, but I want to, you know, give you some information on that and, you know, make sure that you are, you're available. Uh, I think it's like third week of May. Okay. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. Now, Monique, oh, I know you can't, you got so much going on. You can't say the whole show, but we would love it if mm-hmm. you could because, you know, you, you got plenty of juice <laughs> to drop. But dro- drop at least three good relationship jewels on us. Okay. I am. I love my. I love Rodney's pieces. Um, but I can promise you that the first thing that you have to do is love yourself. And um, I think probably when I met Rod, like I came from, I had come out of a bad relationship, but it wasn't really bad, bad because I wasn't, totally into it myself, but it still wasn't a great relationship to be in. And then when I met Rodney, he's like a man's man. And I think a lot of women, we get um, we get so happy that we meet, you know, this man or, you know, whatever, that we kind of lose it. We try to cater to them so much. And then when you really meet, you know, because when you first meet somebody, it's a representative. And, um, you know, you got to get through those layers. You know what I'm saying? And in, in the midst of mm-hmm. meeting that representative, they're also meeting your representative because you're going to have some flaws and stuff that goes along too. Now, Rodney and I, we fuss every day. We probably get up in the morning for us. We go to bed for us. We love hard, you know, <laughs> but because we work together 24 hours a day, I've never been with anyone that I actually work with and then, you know, we do things with. So with that in mind, you know, I think you have to, you know, that's the first thing is love yourself because if you love yourself, then you can learn to love, you know, your mate and others. But then you mm-hmm. also have to accept your flaws and his flaws too. And um, and I, I I've learned that, you know, because I have a lot of flaws and I'm bullheaded. And so I have to, you know, t- say, hey, Mo, you can't be that way. And um, and sometimes that's hard, you know. And then mm-hmm. once you do that, you know, but prayer. If anything is the most important thing. If you, you know, I'm a prayer, I'm a praying woman, and I keep God first. And I always ask him for his will, you know. And so before I ever, you know, got into this relationship totally, I prayed for him, but I also prayed that God would, you know, that this was the man for me. And I think when you do that, because that equally yoke thing, it really does match. Because, you know, I just because I write urban books, I don't want a, I don't want a thug, thug, thou do, you know. I like a corporate thug, but I don't want just a thug out, ignorant, you know, type of guy. Right. You know, with rise, mm-hmm. you know, and people get that confused because, you know, and women, they don't, you know, say you won't, I, I still want my door open, you know, I still want to be, you know, courted, you know, I still want to feel like, you know, it, like a lady, you know what I'm saying? And I think a lot mm-hmm. of us do. And, uh, and so, you know, I don't think that I have the perfect man. But I do have the perfect man for me, you know, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. But it didn't right, tell me yeah. perfect, you know. Absolutely. You know, I heard Jill Scott uh, on, on the interview, and she said, if you can tell me what to do, then you can tell me what to do. But if you mm-hmm. can't tell me what to do, then you can't, it's not going to work. And right. at first I'm like, hmm, that does make sense. But she wasn't saying it in a in a way of, 
I need somebody to control me. I need somebody to manipulate me. But if you can lead me, then I will follow you because, see, submission is blindly following behind somebody. That means you're Mm -hmm. trusting their steps when you don't see their steps. And so if you can lead me, then I will follow you. But if you cannot lead me, then I'm not going to follow you. That means every step Mm -hmm. you take, I'm going to always question, or I'm going to go to the left, you going to the right. It's going to be hard because I'm not being led. You know what I'm saying? And I think Mm -hmm. that's a lot of women. That this right. generation, we have a lot of strong women. And mm-hmm. I think, and I don't want no emails from no men. I'm just saying some of y'all ain't leading. I'm just saying. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But that's what we need. We don't need nobody to, like, control us or control our steps. You need somebody to be able to lead you. Um, yes, but also definitely. appreciate your strengths. You know what I'm saying? That you have. Mm-hmm. As not something as a threat, but something that is um, an accessory to making whatever you guys are going to have better. That is so true. You hit that right on the nose. Definitely. And I think, too, like, you know, like I say, I see, you know, I, I mean, I live in a land, I'm sure it's the same, you know, all over the world, but I know that it's the ratio for women to men is like, you know, ridiculous. But people and men use that to their advantage and say, oh, they can get such, 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 but do not settle. You know what I'm saying? Just because there's a shortage of men, I don't think that you should settle. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's a shortage of sorry men. That don't mean there's a shortage of men that's for you. And a lot of men aren't leading. And, you know, and that's because of the fact that, you know, you have a lot of single women that, um, you know, they're single mothers, they're strong, you know, they're taught to be self-sufficient until that right man comes along. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I don't think that you should settle, you know, for anything, especially when you have children involved because you want that to be a good representative, you know, of what you have. And so that's my biggest thing, you know, as far as that. So I definitely agree with you 100%, you know, and everything that you just said. Definitely. And and the inability, if you think about it, a lot of men have the inability, and don't send me no emails. It is my personal opinion, but I, I'm quite sure I can get some examples if you'd like. I think it also goes back to self, because just like we do a bucket list, they do a bucket list. But if you can't lead yourself, you're not going to be, nobody else, is, first of all, if you can't lead yourself, you can't lead nobody else. You see what I'm saying? If you cannot lead yourself, Mm -hmm. if you don't know what you want for yourself, if you don't know how to love on yourself, if you don't know how to do things for yourself, you're not going to be able to do it for nobody else. I don't care if you're a woman, a man, it's not going to be able to happen because you got too much going on where you have to get yourself balanced and situated. And as a man, their position is to lead, but every man cannot lead. Right, that's true, that's true, that is so true. I want to just add also to, you know, Monique had given her first um, jewel as loving yourself. And in order to love yourself, I just like that you also need to know yourself because sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to go through the rough times to know what it is that you want as well as what you don't want. So don't just, you know, say, oh, it was a bad relationship. Learn from everything that goes on in your life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Know yourself. Know what you want. Know what you don't want. And like Mm -hmm. you guys say, don't settle. That's the biggest thing, don't settle. And don't let fear stop you because we'll stop moving our feet for fear in a minute. And normally in relationships, it's always the fear of the unknown. And, you know, trusting yourself. Self, really, 
like she was saying, because that fear of the unknown will stop you from going any and, and everywhere. It'll stop you from doing a lot of things because it's, I, I don't I don't see it. I can't put my hand on it. You know what I'm saying? It's not tangible to me. It's I don't know. I see all this stuff in between. You know, how is this going to be? I don't even see. You know what I'm saying? And then that's that fear. And sometimes right. fear is paused, but sometimes you're pausing because you're scared of something. And you can't you can't mm-hmm. make moves if you're scared. You ain't never gonna go nowhere being scared of everything. Mhm. So true. So we That's hope true. you guys got those jewels, and uh, we would love to hear what everyone else can have a, a, a jewel or two to drop. And Monique, we so so appreciate you sharing your thank time. Thank you so you know, much for having me. So, oh no, thank you so much for having us. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. We I appreciate you. Yes, thank and you so much. And we will see you soon. Yes, ma'am. See you soon. Okay. Love you guys. You take mm-hmm. care. All right. Okay, you too. Mm-hmm. That was the fabulous Monique Hall. Make sure you guys follow her on Facebook, Twitter, as well as Instagram. I know she's at Monique S. Hall. We should have had her drop her, her social media before she go. But make sure you follow her. If you follow Misha and I, we usually post what she has going on, especially for next weekend. So make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitter. Absolutely, absolutely. We're going to take a brief break, and then we will be back with the fabulous Crystal Nicole. Oh, awesome. Uh, we got so much music. Let's see. Let's do shout-out to Kimber Nicole and Necessary Team Furnace. We're going to play mm-hmm. a little In My Feelings.
seen it. Zahid thirsty, see, but my baby be perfect. Yeah, got it, yeah, worth it. That's a certain. Like every time we be chillin' on me, I swear he can get it. He rolled it up and I lit it. How you got me all in my, got me all in my feelings. I don't even know what the deal is, but you better know that I'm trippin'. On these chicken heads will be tippin'. Tryin' to creep up all on my knees, but they recognize me the realest. They recognize me the illest. Oh my God, oh my God, I went through a lot during that singleness. I learned a lot about myself 
and what I want, which is why I love the conversation that you guys were having before with, with Monique. Um, but I learned a lot about myself during that time and what I wanted. And um, I ended up, after going through this whole journey of self-discovery and self-love and things like that, um, ended up beating and marrying my husband in 14 days. So I have a book dropping um, November 22nd, and it's called How I Got the Ring in 14 Days. It is a step-by-step process for single women. It is a Bible for single women. Um, I love what you guys were talking about, about loving yourself, because my book is broken down into two parts. Um, it's written like a recipe, and the recipe is called The Cake-Baked Wife. I'm a firm, firm believer that um, you have to be a wife before your husband can find you, find you. So what this book does is it takes you through a step-by-step process, and the first uh, part of the book is called The Inner Work, where, it, you know, a lot of times we'll tell women you have to love yourself or find yourself, but nobody really knows what that means. So this book tells you a step-by-step process of how to learn to love yourself, doing the inner work of the cake. That's when you get the ingredients out. You make your batter. You know what I'm saying? Um, you get to know your ingredients. You got to clean your kitchen. It goes through the whole entire process for you, and it's written like two girlfriends sitting at the table. So it's very easy to understand. Um, and then the second part of the book is called the outer work. That's when you take the cake, you put it in the oven, you take the cake out of the oven, you put the icing on the cake. I give you dating tips, things you need to know as a woman, game that's played, you know, that men play, um, how to uh, allow a man to pursue you. Cause a lot of women do not know how to allow a man to pursue them. It goes through the entire step-by-step process. So I am extremely passionate about empowering women to first love themselves and then um, after that process to attract quality marriage-minded men into their life. So that's a little bit, bit about me and what I do. I have a lot of other things coming up, courses, programs, uh, a lot of videos. I just have a lot of things in the work right now. But the biggest project right now is my book, which is dropping November 22nd, How I Got the Ring in 14 Days. Wow. Well, you just 14 days I must say, do something right. Oh, my goodness. No, it's silly. Okay, so you start off dating, and so you talk about singleness. Let's talk about these bucket lists. And and, and not just women have bucket lists because men have them too. Let's talk about these bucket lists that we're creating out of pain. Okay. Um, I don't think that bucket list, I don't think there's anything wrong with bucket lists. I think there's something wrong when it, it, it it's about the inspiration of the bucket list. Some mm-hmm. women write their bucket list out of fear. I mm-hmm. don't want a man who cheat on me. I don't want a man who ain't got no job. I don't want a man who looks to other women. They write their bucket list out of fear. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put this out there. I have a section in my book called Hoeing is a Vibration. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> um, but what it's talking about is that basically whatever you put out there is what you get see what a lot of women don't understand is there is a part of my book where you go through the process and you need to write out what you're looking for and what you want it's you telling god you telling the universe however you want to look at it exactly what you want and expecting that but if you put that energy out that vibration out of pain and fear you will attract a man who brings you pain and whom you fear. 
So it's about being inspired with your bucket list. You should be inspired about the things you want, not what you don't want. So when you write down a list, there's nothing wrong with that, but it should come from a place of excitement. It should come from a place of love. It should come from a place of positivity, not of fear and pain. It shouldn't come from that. So when you write down your list, it should say, you know what? I want a man who is excited about life like me. I want a man who is as driven um, about his passions as I am. I want a man who um, is excited to share a life with me. You know, I want a man who, who is serious about a real and committed relationship. But you can't bring your bucket list with your pain and fear and expect to get something other than that. It's all in your vibration, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with making a list. But when you make a list, you need to make a list based off of what you want, not based off of what you don't want. You know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the the other thing is, I think that we confuse love. We confuse love with attachment. We confuse love with need. We confuse love with appreciation, as to mean that this is what we're supposed to do with this person forever and ever and ever. And I think the lack of understanding on everybody's part, whether you are a male or a female, is is part of the the issue, you know, the underlining issue, because now you got this bucket list. It's been created out of fear. You know, you, uh-huh. you were fearful of this. You're, you're fearful, fearful basically of the unknown. And it's right. really trusting yourself and the fact that if you're going to make the right choices and you're going to make the right decisions or if this is the right choice or decision for you, it really has nothing to do with, the other race, the other sex or the other person it has to do mm-hmm. with you and trusting you and trusting the the moves and the choices that you make to be the right moves and choices and sometimes when they're not that's where fear can come in too bring yeah. in a little male a little male seasoning in here because you know we get in here and then they'll be talking about something we was the male mash uh, <laughs> male bashing the men's and so we're going to okay. bring author Sharif Jadon up in here. He's going to talk that talk with us as well. Let me get him in here. Hey, Sharif, how are you? Hey, yo, Pep, you up next? Is it me? <laughs> Is it my turn? <laughs> well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Before we uh, kick yeah. off, because I know you got so much to say, Mr. 4.9, oh, no, I, I, tell everybody a little bit any... about yourself and your work. Well, um, I'm an urban fiction author. Uh, crossing over in the music, paralyzing out right now and killing it, by the way. Um, yeah, I've been doing this a long time, so independent. Uh, I prefer it that way. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I do what I do. Shout out to everybody out there supporting me. Yeah, I'm a vet in this thing. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> now, you, you just have an audio book out called Relationship. So t- uh, tell us why you decided to do that type of uh, audio book and why did you venture off from storytelling? Uh, Well, first of all, it's like you walk into a room, you want to say hello to everybody. So, hi, Crystal Rose. Hey, what's up, Dre? What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> Um, oh, why did I do that? Okay, well, yeah, I mean, it's, you ain't say hi to Tony. I, well, I know. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Hi, Miss Tony. Mm-hmm. Hi, Lisa Sadler. And hi, Crystal Rose. <laughs> got got the trio. Mm-hmm. You know, tripod. Come up in the chat room and ignoring yeah. the ladies. 
<laughs> well, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just so excited because I'm, I'm the only one representing for the fellas. I'm, I, I, I'm not a pressure on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like three on one. Like five on one. But I, I got it. I got it. I got this. Okay. So why not go into uh, what it was a need for us? You know, so, um, but there were a lot of relationship books out there that are, you know, I, I, I know I can cuss on this show. So y'all know me. I'm going to be me. It's just fucking boring. I mean, you can't really teach somebody something. You can't hold their attention. By the time they get through mm-hmm. trying to figure out what the problem is and how to fix it, they sleep. They sleep. <laughs> they, they, they ain't reading your book. I, I promise you that. They, they put that joint down. So, like any good pastor knows, like any good orator knows, you know what I'm saying? Like orator, I should say. You got to entertain the people a little bit if you're going to teach them something. Okay? So that's why I did it the way I did it. Storytelling is just straight up. Straight up, there's improvisations in there, there's scenarios, there's it's not the typical audio book. I'm not reading nothing. I came off the top mm-hmm. in the studio, did my thing, straight truth. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a need for that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I did it. And the reviews are awesome. Mm-hmm. Check it out for yourself. Audible.com. <laughs> Love it or you don't like it. Either way, I don't, I don't care. I did what I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying Thank that as, as, as any author knows, you know what I'm saying, as any, like any real author knows, if you write for other people, you'll be all over the place. You will be all yeah. over the place. You got to write for yourself. If you happy with it, you did your best, you put it down, walk away from that joint and go on to the next one. Period. Now, Trish, this is Tony. Um, thank, I'm yeah. sorry, Lee. And thank you once again for joining us. Now, the way you veered off on uh, this different avenue of, of your, I don't want to say rant, but how much of it is based off of your past relationships? Um, I'd say about 60% if I had to put a percentage on it, um, 60 But, I mean, I, I took from my parents who were still married. I took from, you know, older, you know, men who had been married and, you know, Pastors, older about my grandmother. So there's a lot of people in there that actually had input mm-hmm. in that. So wasn't just me, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Now I'm I not sure how much of the show you 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 listen to, Sharif. But Lisa was talking about the difference. Okay, so you heard <laughs> how we said that our grandparents' relationships are totally different from relationships of today. So do yes. you put a mixture of of the the generational relationships in it? Um, I don't do it as far as like like pointing generational gaps out, like saying how old you know, old school people did it versus how it's done today. I just just mm-hmm. put it out there how it's you know just basically how it is. Like um, truth is truth. It never gets old and never expires. You know what I mean? So if, mm-hmm. you know if I'm if I'm gonna come and tell the truth about something, it's never gonna be outdated. It'll be relevant, you know, for old school and new school. I, I just did it that mm-hmm. way. So you know. I got some okay. thoughts on some things y'all said, you know, so that's a for the man out there. Now, you you heard all of the show, and we, we heard all the jewels that were dropped. So from a man's point of view, uh, talk a little bit about how you feel about some of the things that we were saying as women, because that was for us. But it's always gotcha. different from for you guys. So talk a little bit of, of it from a man's point of view. Okay, y'all, y'all, y'all show y'all ready? <laughs> we got it. We got it. We got it. 
You ready, Crystal? Okay, I got, I got one thing to say about Crystal. <laughs> Crystal, stay ready. Yeah. yeah. Stay ready. I got to get ready. No, I'm just There we go. Yeah. Sound, sound like me. I sound like you. Sound so, um, I got a ball to pick with you, Crystal. Okay, yeah. I'm ready. It's, 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 it's a little fish bone. So, we cool. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, okay. Now, the only thing I could add to your um, manifestation is saying what you want. Like, you know, your your bucket list comes from a, from a, uh, a positive place, inspirational place, is is um just this. And speaking in terms of manifestation, the universe only knows the answer, yes. So whenever you're saying anything, all it says is yes. So when you say, I want a man that is kind, the universe says, yes, you do want a man that's kind. You have to say it a different way, in my opinion. I am going to get a man who is kind. The universe says, yes, you are going to get a man that's kind. That's the only thing I would add. It's how you ask. Don't okay. What's your right? Of course, um, but what's your bone? Just not to say want. There we go. Yeah, it was a, like I said, it was it was a small little fish bone, small little fish bone. Right. Like change. Well, <laughs> well, let me um in in my bone. book in my book when I talk about that, it's I think I was just speaking just to get my point across at that moment, but um but yeah, in my book I actually just list you know the characteristics per se that you would like to have you know, that you would like to have in a man. So it's not I want or even this is what it's going to be. Um, the main point that I was making was that um, you have to believe what you're saying and you have to be in the right space emotionally with what you're saying. Whatever you put out emotionally is what you're going to get. So um, it's just like when you, it's no different than when a woman looks in the mirror and she says, I am beautiful, but you don't believe it. You have to believe it, True. you know. Yes, you um, so whatever energy, I don't care what it is that you're doing, whatever energy you put into it, even when you sit down and write a book, all of that energy is, is felt, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's just the point that I was making. But I would agree with you. I would agree with you on that. Well, see, we're we getting off to a good start, you know. What I mean? Like, like the great minds think, I'm like, that's the only fishbone I have. I said, well, you know, I didn't say one. You know, you try to say. <laughs> hey, you can bring it. It's all good. It's all good. That's what we're here for, yeah. to talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> healthy, healthy dialogue. We need more of that in this, in this country. You know? Yeah, but and I definitely agree that to speak is platform, to create. You know? you know, when you yeah. write, you want something, right. you have to speak it out. You have to speak it. You have to say right. what it is. You have to be specific and uh, what yes. what it is that you're asking for. Um, but and at the what? same time, you still have to understand you in the process. And I think that a lot of times we do confuse. Love, need, appreciation, and attachment to mean um, more than what it really is. I and think I think that you need to, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Well, what I was going to say was I think that confusion comes from because it all starts it all starts with you. Everything starts with you. So what happens is a lot of women don't love themselves, and they're looking for a man to fill that void. Of course you're going to be confused. You're not going to know what love is because you've got so much baggage that you're carrying around. You're looking for a man who is going to take all that pain away that you're carrying around, that you've dealt with. And that's not what a man is for. A man is for sharing a life. He is not to come and... You know, as much as we may love it, me and my husband were actually talking about this today, but as much as we may we may wish that a man could come and be our Superman and, and wipe all our tears away, you wipe your own tears away. You get it together. 
because you you make yourself readily available to be an asset to someone else, and he should be doing the same thing on his part. That way, when you guys come together, y'all are enhancing each other's lives. Y'all are not burdened. I mean, have you, I yep. dated a man where I had to, you know, reassure him and, and tell him, hey, you can do. I don't want that. I want you coming to me knowing that, hey, I got it together. I'm coming to you saying I got it together, and then we're doing this thing together. I'm not here to, to pick you up and push you, you know. So a lot of women want that. They they, they don't want love. Um, they don't even know what love is. They want something to be at their disposal, to lift them up, they to make them to feel needed. good. They want to be needed. Most people want to be needed because when you're needed, you feel good. When a man is needed, he feels good. And I think that is part of a confusion, too, because you're confusing need with love. I need to be needed. And so when I'm needed, it makes me feel a way. And, again, you can have love for somebody, and you can have them, but that does not mean that it's, translates into a long, long relationship because, see, that has to transcend love. And you have to have the ability to get beyond that, beyond emotion, beyond physical. It goes beyond all of that. Right. I absolutely agree. Yeah, because love Mm -hmm. is a choice. That's just the reality. That's what gets you through. That's what gets you through when, when you ain't feeling it no more. (laughs) <laughs> that's what gets you through when when your husband doesn't let stuff on the floor you done told him 50,000 times. That's what gets you through when your husband um, is no longer telling you that you're beautiful because he's going through his own stressors and he don't even have uh, enough for himself, let alone have it to give to you to make you feel good. That's what gets you through. It's a choice. But a lot of people don't do that. They think that love is just a feeling. It's like, oh, he makes me feel so good, you know. And they don't understand that that feeling that – I think that feeling exists in marriage, but you have to constantly work for it. And the constant working for it is choosing to say, yes, I'm I'm still going to love you. You're getting on my nerves, but I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to be here for you. And that would require love to be a very unselfish thing. And we don't, most people don't look at it like that. You know, they, they're, they're in a relationship um, for their own selfish ways. And if they can't get what they want, they don't want any parts of it, but that, that's not what love is, you know? But see, no, love and relationship again are two different things. Love and relationship are True. two different things, and I think we That's we true. get confused. Go ahead, T. I I I I don't mean to. I mean, I think I'm looking at this from a different point of view. And and I well, we know you've been married for thirty years. Is. Okay. <laughs> pressure one okay. And, and, and 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 pressure one and, and weigh in on this conversation before I listen to. But I'm looking at this differently, and I, and I may be in the minority. Now, when I when I met my husband, I was not looking for anything, and I've never had a bucket list. And this is all just my personal. I can only go by what I have gone through. I didn't have a bucket list. I wasn't looking to get married that night. But when I did meet him or when I did lay eyes on him, I knew that he would be my future husband, if that makes sense. I had not spoken one word to him. And we had not even looked at each other, but I saw him, and I told my girlfriend that was with me, that's my husband standing over there. But he never fulfilled a bucket list that I had, and we became friends before we became lovers, literally. Hold on. At least six, Hold seven on. months. Me, literally, that, six, seven that months. That right there, Miss Tony? Miss Tony, that yes. right there, you just, you just, you just like, made it to my, you segued into my point. You got to have okay. both in a relationship. 
you got to like the person that you're with, genuinely right. like that yes. person. And you also <laughs> have to love that person. That's what gets yes. you through. When things are going mm-hmm. wrong, the things are going bad, you like that person's company, that energy. You like how you feel when you're around them. You got to have both to get you through. Because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can love somebody, and we all know, you can love somebody and not like them, not give a fuck about them as right. far as a person goes, but you got love for them. That's not going to work in a relationship if y'all trying to go to different right. Right. Yeah, like a man that's true. That's yeah. true. And sometimes, some days you may not like them, but you know that's right. the love that you right. have for them. And, 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 and that's exactly right. Yeah. And that that's what I mean. It's I feel like. Some people, when they meet, they have that spark. Like you said, that energy. Of course, that vibe is important for you to be friends. You have to be friends. There's just no no getting around that. But um, in order for you to be friends, everything's good. But life happens to you. You know, men, especially one, one, one example I'll use is when men lose their job. It's like they lose their identity. You know, if you've ever been in a relationship with a man who is not providing, that is a very stressful kind of situation, you know, where you're trying to make help that man to feel better. And it's really nothing you can do because you don't understand because you ain't a man, you know. Um, and in that kind mm-hmm. of, I'm just using that as an example, but in that kind of situation, there has to be something more than your emotion, something more than your friendship, something more than, than your vibe that is pushing you to do everything you can for the marriage. And that is mm-hmm. exactly that goes way beyond your emotion. That goes way beyond more than you feel that that's, that's kind of like, the feeling you feel when your child disrespect you, but you still feed them, you still take care of them. It's because that's your child. And in the right. same way, mm-hmm. you do that for that man because that's your husband. It has to be deeper than just the feeling. It's it's got to be deeper than that, you know. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that 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 love can only really start with you when you feel good about yourself. And, you know, um, just like what, what I think it was Lisa who said that, but just like what Lisa said, the whole reason why she found her husband was because she wasn't looking for, you know why? Cause she was good. She was happy in life. <laughs> she wasn't right. looking for nothing to necessarily add to it, but, but you God blessed her with want. that. Cause exactly. Cause she was already in that space. So that's yeah. why she yeah. ended up attracting a man, you know, who, who was yeah. in that positive mm-hmm. space like her because she was already that way, you know? Yeah. Like I said in the, the, in the beginning when I approached relationship, it's, it's just been truth. Truth is truth. It never expires. But I will add one thing, the definition of a relationship for those listening, you want to know if you have a good relationship, like how do I know that a good relationship? All right. Here's the definition of a good relationship. A relationship is only as good as its ability to meet the needs and the wants, all the needs and some of the wants of the two people involved. That could be your mom and the daughter, your husband, your wife, no matter. A relationship is only as good as its ability to meet every single need and some wants of the two people involved. Point. Like example, my wife, who I don't have right now, but hey, who knows? You know, and one day, one day. But I've been married. I'm saying your wife, uh, uh, your wife may want a 10 acre ranch, but she can only get her a four acre ranch. You know what I'm saying that's a want. That's a want. But she needs to be secure. She needs to be, you know, physically, you know, you know, cared for. She needs to be mentally. But those needs have to be met. Period. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. if you ask yourself, is your relationship good? Ask yourself, my needs being met and some of my wants. 
That's it. And that was Tony. Sorry. Go ahead. See, that was that was Tony. Me, you know, I was I was different. I'm sorry about that. No, I always mix you guys up. God, no. I always mix y'all up. I apologize, y'all. They sound alike. I had, I had a bucket list. Look, look, I, had, I had the bucket list. Miss Tony didn't have no bucket list. I was still good. I did too. Like, I had a bucket list too. Yeah, yeah, I was I still too. good. I was good. I, I could do me. I could, you know, I was right. a single mom. I was paying my bills and doing what I, you yeah. know, I needed to do and what I wanted to do. So I was good, but I did have a bucket list. I I had me a bucket list. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think that I think a bucket list is important. I'm sorry, you know, and and to every woman. You know, whatever she feels comfortable with is totally fine. But the reason why I'm so mm-hmm. for a bucket list is because. Listen, this is how I explain it. If I, I'm, I'm right now, as we speak, sitting in the parking lot of Walmart, right? Now, mm-hmm. if I go into Walmart with no list, I'm going to put any and everything up in my cart. Mm-hmm. Some women do that with dating. They don't know what they want because they, they're not focused in on a goal. They're not writing it down. So they go dating out to the club, to the bar, uh, to church, wherever, and they have no mm-hmm. idea what they want. They wonder why they end up with boo-boo the fool, all different types mm-hmm. of men, because they have no idea what they want. But if I make a list saying, I'm going in here, I'm going to get eggs, milk, cheese, juice, I'm going to go in there, and that's the only thing I'm going to put in my cart. And it's the same way with men. If I know exactly what I want, I'm more liable to get what I want, which is a good man. And if I want to get married, someone who is also um, in the mindset of getting married, you know, so so I'm for a bucket list because I think it's important to know what you want. Okay, and we're going to call, hold on, Sharif, hold that real quick. We're going to bring in our next guest. We got author Avery Good up in here. She's about to come kick in the chat room door and talk that talk with us. Hey, Avery. Hey, how are you guys doing? Hey, we are good. good. We are good. Real quick, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work, and then we're going to get right in it. Okay, well, um, just want to say congratulations on you guys' nomination. Um, Thank you. But I'm Avery Good. I'm an author of five novels. Um, one hasn't released yet, so I guess we're not going to talk about that, but I just released um, my latest book is called Head Doctor. It's really good. I've been writing for about 10 years in the industry. I've been published. Um, My motto is just be good or be good at it in everything that you do. But I think that my husband was swallowed. Honestly. (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there. I'm I'm, okay. I I think he was swallowed. (laughs) He was swallowed. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been married before. I'm not even gonna say my husband because I've been married before and I'm divorced. However, but I think that one that that man who was really tailored for me, yeah, he may have been swallowed. Okay, <laughs> I am so sorry, y'all. I, 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 I don't know where he is. That I've never heard that. Okay, that, that was yeah, he was yeah he was swallowed. That's so unfortunate. See, that's where all the real good men are. That's really where all the good men are. Um, they're not in prison. That made my eyebrows wow. right there. Oh my god! Yeah. My mate was swallowed, y'all. But I right, but we could go. We could actually segue into that because you know. 
kind of was like I know I was always taught you always when when you, you are looking for a husband or even a mate, you want a man that loves you more than you love him. Let's talk a little bit about that. Let's start off with Sharif because he had a point he wanted to hit um, before Avery came in. Oh, yeah. Well, I just, just real quick, that made my eyebrows raise up. Avery, that comment you made, that was tight. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Moving on to that. Um, I just wanted to say, that was a cold comment. That was a cold-ass comment. You can just say that real smooth. But um, I, I will say bucket list, like Crystal uh, um, was saying, great. I just think from a male perspective, I mean, a lot of women are not completely honest with themselves. Let's take the whole grocery store thing, okay, going in there with a list. That's cool. I agree with that. But if you know, if you know your thick ass like sherbet ice cream, okay, right. if you know you got a craving for that, don't uh-huh. not get it. Don't put it in the cart. Don't not put it in the cart. Don't deny yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you're making your the, the, the bucket list, all the little guilty pleasures, that you don't want to tell nobody, that you want to act like this, okay. this, 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 this good girl, put that shit on the list because that's you. And if okay, you so you're saying be honest. With yeah. yourself when you're making mm, your yeah. don't, right. don't act like you you a goddamn school teacher from, 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 from a right. male perspective because we don't want no school teacher. We want a right. school teacher and we want her to be in detention with us after school and then go <laughs> right. to the corner and get, you know what I'm saying, some flowers and a damn tall can. That's what we want. You know what I'm saying? We want a woman that can go both ways. But we, so when you are searching for a dude, don't get no square dude. If you're in a square woman, you know what I'm saying? So just, just be honest. Mm-hmm. Be honest. That okay. way you get the perfect person to you. And men, too. Men, too. It starts with honesty. All that mm-hmm. bullshit, that, fake shit. That, that, that's that makes sense, though. But 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 yeah. Sharif, this is telling me, everyone. Does the, do men have as much of a bucket list as as the women seem to have? Of course, of course we do. Yeah, but it, it's probably not as long as y'all. So because ours <laughs> is kind of simple, you know. Like I, I just want a woman. Like really, I don't even care. But like most men, no, nah, I'm saying men, not boys, not grown ass boys. I mean men. Most men, mm-hmm. I don't care where you work. I don't give a fuck if you even got a job. If, if you even got a job, I don't care. I don't right. care. I, I don't care because I'm gonna make enough money for both of us, and 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 then then, then we gonna build from that. But you can't be just stupid. You can't know like I'm saying. Like, back this off, baby, huh? Back it off. Like you know, you know, like somebody cool. But I don't really care about none of that stuff that y'all do. Financial situations, you know, most men don't. Just one mm-hmm. honest woman, you know, honest right. woman that you know that likes to give head. I say likes to give head, not just does it because it's a chore. I know all the shows out there listening. Crap is right now. Don't be sucking my dick just because <laughs> it's Thursday and it's my birthday. No, suck my dick because you love it. I mean that, that that's, that's our list. You know what I'm saying? Just be real and be honest. And I'm glad that you said that, though. I'm glad that you said that because, you know, Monique, um, not Monique Hall, but Monique, the comedian, uh, she talks about her open relationship with her husband. And um, she was on, what's that, Andy, that What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and she was talking about it. And she was saying that honesty 
is the number one thing. But why yeah. does one, my question is, why do people have open relationships? Why is it that you can be honest in an open relationship and then you're not as honest in any other relationship? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, what is it that causes people to have open relationships, to swing, to do this, to do that, to do all these other things? That's just that's just being honest with yourself about your sexual exploration. And most people cannot be that. They can't do that so they so they end up cheating or they suffocate their sexual, you know, um uh desires, you know what I'm saying, within themselves and they're fucking miserable. They're sexually constipated. So for some people, being open and honest about that, saying, Hey, I love you, I love your pussy, I love your dick, I love making love with you is different, but you know what? I do desire you know what I'm saying? They have sex with other people. Okay, but then just be honest about that shit because then, like, like in, in only situations, that may work for both of y'all. But again, it starts with honesty. Like, you can fuck the other person. That's fine. But again, but whatever y'all rules are, y'all talk about that. Y'all discuss Right. Everything, and is, I, you know I think... Everything is written, written <clears throat> out. Everything is adhered to. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole different level right there that most folks can't understand. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So Go ahead, honesty. Nicole. I mean, um... Crystal? Yeah. I, I also think that, you know, when Sharif was talking about honesty, I, I am so against open marriages. And Me if that too. works for people, I, I'm just going to keep it real. Let's let's be grown, okay? Um, my husband, I wish he would have another woman right. in the bedroom, okay? I'm jealous and I'm crazy and I will cut somebody. And he knows See, this. If, and if and vice versa. You know, vice versa. But but what I, my point is that the whole honesty thing, just as honest as you are about sex, you need to be honest about what you're cool with and what you ain't. Don't sit up here and think that you you have to tolerate. I, I know a lot of women who tolerate these things and say open marriages. I've heard Monique speak, and I remember her saying, well, I don't have to worry about my husband going somewhere else because we have an open marriage. I can just allow him to. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like fear. That sounds right. like you're so afraid of your husband cheating on you that you'd rather you just be open about it. So really, you don't believe that there's a man out there who will only be faithful to you. And I disagree. I think there are tons of great men out there who are monogamous relationships. And I, I also wanted to speak about what... Hold on, Sharif. Hold on, Sharif. Hold that real quick. Hold that real quick. Go ahead, Nicole. I also wanted to speak about what Sharif said. Um, he made such a great point about going in the store and being honest with yourself and getting what you want. And it reminded me about how, as women, I'm going to be completely hooked with you. This is coming from a woman who was single for seven years, who's been out there like that, and I met and married my husband in 14 days. So I've been out there, and, I, and I've been married. And I'm telling women, they need to choose. And what I mean by that is, if you say you are in McDonald's, we're going to take the food thing, Right. So many women think about the desserts, like what Sharif was talking about, the things that are nice to have, which is somebody who enjoys sex as much as you do, somebody who enjoys guilty pleasures, and they forget about the main course, and they forget about what, what your body needs. So, so what I mean by that is, if you go to McDonald's, if I go to McDonald's and I know for a fact that I am committed to my body being healthy, I'm going to choose things on the menu that have a very low calorie count. What a lot of women do, they don't. It's like they're saying, "Well, I, I want my body to be healthy, but I'm gonna have me three ice cream sundaes and two Big Macs." That doesn't match. If you want to be married, you need to pick men who are trying to be married. 
so many women, it's like they want to be married, but they pick men where they, it's because they, they have this, um, this fetish with sex. But sex is not going to live a life with you. You need to be honest about what you want. And at some point, I'm sorry, you may have to choose. You may have, the men, I'm going to be completely hood with you, the men who are usually very good at sex are usually that way because they have a lot of it with a lot of different women. So you might That's have funny. to um, make um, the conscious very, decision. Hold I'm on, let me finish. And I haven't had sex with a lot of women. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm a natural. 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 I'm just saying. Most, it's very rare. It's very rare that you find a man who is Hold on, let me finish my point. Well, let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. It's very rare that you find a man who will have you sucking on your thumb in the bed and this man is faithful. That is very rare, ladies. I'm telling you. That's very rare. Somebody who's going, I'm talking about knock it out the park and you like, oh my goodness, and that man is faithful. That is not common. Most men like that are that way because they are with a lot of many different women. And that's just the truth. So so you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, do I want a husband or do I want a sex buddy? And you got to choose which one you want, you know. And I, I think it's, I mean, we had this conversation last time, y'all remember, but I think it's possible to mm-hmm. find someone who, who, where you have a good sex life and it's healthy and y'all, but I'm talking about some women, they just, you know, their, their head is so stuck in sex and they wonder why they're not finding love. Well, you're, when, you, when you look on that menu, you're looking for things that, that appeal your sex appetite. You need to look for things that appeal your soul appetite. And maybe you will find a soulmate. You got to be honest. You know? That's a great point. That's exactly what I'm saying. You know what? May I say I, something? I, go ahead, Avery. Go mm-hmm. ahead. I'm going to shut up. I, I, <laughs> I agree with what you're saying. Is it Crystal? I agree with what you're saying. I, you know, I wrote this book, Head Doctor, and it has a second part. And in the second part, because I like, I like to think that I'm teaching and dropping a little knowledge in my books, but the young lady in my book, she says to the women who she's speaking to, mm-hmm. instead of you looking for someone to help you pull your pants down, you need to find somebody who's going to help you pull your credit score up. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we need in our relationship. Like, and this is this is just the way that I feel. I, I got this book that I wrote because I used to date the most amazing man, and he was very mm-hmm. faithful. The only mm-hmm. reason that he and I are not together is because he is in Oklahoma and I'm in Atlanta, and I didn't want to stay in Oklahoma, okay? I just right. didn't. And I felt like I don't want to pull him away from his family, and but I wasn't willing, you know, we weren't so in a relationship, you know, I wasn't so committed to him where I was willing to not pursue my, my dreams. I didn't want to wake up one day and be in this wonderful relationship with this great man and sit in the back of my mind. I'm thinking, what if... What if I would have, you know, listened to that agent and taken that book deal and pursued my dream? And where would I have been? What book would I have written? Who would I have met? I don't want to live my life with regrets like that. I just didn't. So I struck out. But he and I were great friends. But he was an amazing man. And he didn't have sex with a whole lot of women. But he had an amazing sex game, right? 
and his hustle, it matched my hustle. His drive matched my drive. The most sexy thing about this man was one day we were at church, and he was laying out on the floor in front of the altar worshiping God. I'm telling you, I felt like Jamie Foxx. You know that song he used to have, Sex on My Mind, Sex? Yeah, <laughs> up in church, all of that. When I was looking at him down there on that ground, when I was looking at him on that ground, I was like, oh, Lord, he looks so good. I, every every nerve ending in my body but, you know, became alive and away. Yeah, it was yeah. his passion. It was his passion right. for God. It was right. but, you know, his, yeah. his his passion for God that was something that in, was in sync with the passion that you have. You know what I'm saying? But, and yes, I, but now this guy, this great guy, has mm-hmm. two girlfriends now. And he and I, what? we talk about it. Yeah, he has two girlfriends. He has to know about one another. Yeah, oh. he has two of them. He is living a polyamorous life. And so I sat on the phone with him, and I talked to him for two hours. In two hours, I outlined my next book that's about to drop called You, Me, and She, about two women messing with one man. And let me tell you, in that relation, in in those type of relationships, real talk, I don't care what anybody say, somebody is lying. Somebody is not happy. Somebody is not happy because every woman, it is innate, it is in us to be loved and cherished by that one man. It starts with our dad, right? We want him to be the very first one. And then the next one, we want it to be our boyfriend, our husband. We want that proverbial white picket fence, 2.5 kids, a dog and a cat. You know, we want that. When when we're little girls, the first when we get a Barbie, we marry yep. Ken. That's we right. Come on, Ken. We set her up in this nice house. She has these kids. We're we're playing weddings. We're planning our weddings when we're eight years old because we want that one great guy. And the thing is, he don't have to be perfect for nobody else. And he doesn't have to have all of that. Absolutely. You know, like Missy say, nobody's perfect, but you're perfect for me. So you don't have to be the best looking guy. You don't have to be, you know, a white collar dude. I will take a plumber because I know you can lay the pipe. back we're going to chop it up uh, a little bit about the laying of the pipe and then we're going to talk about our opinions of of what what Monique um, means or what her open relationship is hold on you guys okay some deal breakers that would render open relationship closed for business here's what I want to find out what they are with Monique no problems Okay, Monique, is there a rule about going on a vacation with a lover? Could you go on a vacation with a lover? We don't go on vacations with anyone other than our family. Okay. Is there a rule with the number of times you would sleep with someone outside of the marriage? No. No, there's not. Is there a rule about introducing a lover to your family? No. No. Let me tell you what the rule is Okay. so that everybody's clear. The rule is simply honesty. And when you start asking people about their relationships, what about this one, what about that one? Oftentimes with people that we can't say, 
this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. And you find out that it's so not about sex. It's so not about can you be with other people. It's simply about I won't take any secrets to my grave, nor will he take any to his. Now, we've been married for a decade now. So yeah. people say, well, how does that work? How does it happen? Try for yourself and find out. Wow. That's what, it. Any rule about sleeping with a mutual friend? See, here's the thing. It's not even about sleep. Right. It's not even about that. When we first got into it, when I first, it was my idea. Ooh. It was my idea because, yeah. listen, Gabby, <laughs> okay, listen, because, okay, when we first had the conversation, it was because I was still in the mindset of I'm an entertainer, I'm a performer, and I want to have it all. So I said, you know what, I want to have an open marriage. And he said, Monique, we've been best friends since the 10th grade. Do you think that's going to stop us from loving one another? So it was just being able to sit down and have that dialogue to say, hey, let's always make sure we're open and honest. Now, the world took it and said, oh, my God, Monique will let that man sleep with anybody. Yeah, right. Because he's a fat girl and he's a beautiful man. I'm like, okay, world. It wasn't his idea. It was mine. But now, almost 11 years later, of course, it's evolved. And it's evolved into this beautiful space of no secrets. No, what would what, you say? What did they say? It is dealing with your best friend, your lover, your daddy, your brother. Every title that a man can have, my husband has for me. I love it. Give it up for both. Yeah. All right, y'all. Okay. Did y'all all hear that? And I heard some chattering in the back, so we got some thoughts going on. Let's let's start with Tony, because Tony's been married 25 years. She know more than all of us. Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> First of all, I have to go back to what um, Avery said, honesty. I, it just does not ring honesty. It, it, I just can't fathom being in an open relationship. Then why bother? What's the right. point? I just can't wrap my head around it. I can't wrap my heart around it. Right. Okay. And, uh, Sharif, from a man's point of view, um, yeah, I don't I don't want an open relationship. Um, not at all. Um, I don't I don't judge anyone else's relationship, you know, or anything that they do. I don't I don't I don't, mm-hmm. I don't judge. Wait, like I draw the line. If you're not hurting nobody with what you do, I don't give a fuck what you do. So, but in, mm-hmm. in my personal relationship, I don't want an open relationship like 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 like, like Monique has. But I don't frown upon it, you know what I'm saying? I have been in a singer's relationship before. But there was rules mm-hmm. to it, no doubt. Everybody, you know, no, they, 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 it's way like, it is like Monique said. It's not about sex. It's not about fucking anybody you see. It's not. And, and, and until you have that, you can't really speak on it until you've actually done research and done it for yourself. So, but I can't mm-hmm. say we had a very loving relationship, all of that. And we did not break up because of that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So... To each his own. Me personally, hell no, ain't no open relationship. But mm. if you know, if, if she wants to have, you know, what I'm saying, brings it up or whatever the case is, outside, you know, people that we both, you know, what I'm saying, approve of other things like that and do it together, then I'm with it. Mm-hmm. It's all about being honest. But if, if but if she don't, then I'm completely fine with just me and her. I know one thing though, she better keep it spicy with me. She better keep it spicy. If she wants a monogamous thing, I'm all with that. Let's keep this thing going and growing. Let's try new shit. Let's jump into some honey and roll around. I don't care. I can keep it spicy. But for me, nah, I'm open. I'm good with that. 
Mm-hmm. And Crystal? Um, I think that, you know, and, and Sharif, I love what you said. None of us can judge anyone until we've been in that situation. I don't think that's fair. Mm-hmm. But since we are speaking on it, my personal opinion of it, I would never do that. Um, and I think it is because when you have a relationship with a lot of other people, this is my perspective, it takes away that sanctity and special factor from you and your husband. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that my husband knows that I'm going to do things with him that I ain't going to do with nobody else. I'm going to love him like I ain't going to love nobody else. That's what marriage is about. You're entering and you're vowing to do that because it's, mm-hmm. it's a separateness there. It separates your love from how you love other people. And to me, that's what marriage is about. So I, I'm with, you know, I, I agree. What's the point? What's the point of us doing this thing if we're going to do it with everybody else? And what I'm right. understand is if, if you're going to do that, hold on. I'm stating my, my truth. <laughs> but um, what, what I say, okay, wait, Sharif. Wait a minute. Let us finish. Let us finish. Let us finish. I'm just saying. Go ahead, though. What what I'm also what I don't understand is if you want to do that, why be married? That's what I don't get. Right. If you want to be with a lot of other people, it's your prerogative. That's your business. It's your life. But why promise to do things with this one person and then go out and do things with a whole bunch of other people? I don't understand that. But my main point is it's so true. I don't know. I've never been in that type of situation. Um, I have been asked to be in that type of situation back in the day. That is very true. Um, where a man and a woman wanted me to be their girlfriend. <laughs> um, but my my personal point of view is that it takes away from from that specialness that, that only can exist in a marriage between you and one person. That's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. for me, I understand what she's saying. I, I agree that, especially in marriages, people are not as honest as they say they are. I don't care what nobody say. You know, you no, can't. No, they're not. It's the ability Sorry. to be able to say what is on my, my heart, what is what my fear is, and for the other person not to take it away or not to feel away. You know what I'm saying? I, the fact of honesty is sexy to me in a relationship that I can be just that honest. You know what I'm saying? The fact of of understanding what I like. I like smart men. I like I like a, I think a man's brain is sexy. You know, but everybody can't handle that. Everybody can't take that. That's not everybody's thing. And I'm not for everybody, and that's okay. But, you know, there's a meme, uh, a meme that um, I see all the time, and it says that I don't want a relationship, and I don't, um, because they do hold you back. They suffocate you. But I want a best friend. I want somebody that I can sleep with, make love to, hustle with, travel with, shop with. If I want a club, club with, live with, I want a partner in crime, a life partner. And I think that's where we get confused in, 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 in today's society. You know what I'm saying? What kind of relationship do you want? I think that's why they have all these different kinds of relationships. And some work for some and some work for others and then some don't work. You know what I'm saying? It's because you don't. what kind of relationship do you want? And are you uh, secure enough in your friendship with this person, to be honest about the type of relationship you want, the type, what uh-huh. you want from this person, what your expectation is. Because a lot of times people go into marriages with preset expectations. And I'm just going to say it like this. When the older people 
they got married, they stay married 80, 90 years, but they didn't give us all the information. They sugarcoated shit for us. And so now we confused because they gave us all the good stuff. You know, oh, it's this and oh, it's that, but they didn't give us all the details that we actually needed to understand what it was to get married or what it was to be in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? What are those those details that you're speaking about? I got one detail. I want to hear from male perspective. I'm making it real brief. Mm -hmm. When you're in a relationship, marriage, whatever, relationship, the only thing, let's let's just say marriage, because Lisa would say marriage. She said little detail. The only thing that you should be concerned about with your partner that you're married to, that you claim you love, the only thing that you that should matter to you is what makes them happy. If they're currently right. a teacher teaching third grade, they come home and they tell you, fuck them kids, I want to go and open up a coffee shop. Seriously, I'm tired of teaching more hard-head-ass kids. The parents, they cooperate. They don't contribute. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. go open up a coffee shop down the corner. Uh-huh. And you can't say to that person, as, 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 as if, if I'm her husband, I can't tell her, what? You're going to quit teaching? Wait, 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 wait. You've been there five years. You're about to be assistant principal. Really? You're about to get a 5% increase. What is you doing trying to go over there and start a business? You know, like, like 90% of businesses fail in the first year. A coffee shop? Really? I can't be that way. I got to be like, the only question I should ask her, if I really love her, that's the secret. I'm dropping on y'all. Is, does it make you happy? Yes. Are you passionate about opening up a coffee house? Yes. Is, is owning your own business going to make you happy? Yes. Well, then let's figure out how the fuck to do it then. That's the key. Is what makes the other person happy is your business with that person that you do, <clears throat> period. No matter what that mm-hmm. is. I don't care. I, I, I listen to the key. No matter what it is. That's love. I know you keep it together mm-hmm. because you're constantly growing. You're constantly shifting. You're not the same person you were when you were 21. Yeah. So when you grow, and I think what we're missing the the key thing about love is that it's unconditional. Love don't exactly. have a condition on it. People have conditions. Exactly. But let's get exactly. Avery to jump in here because Avery said that her husband was swallow, and so you know, you <laughs> we got yeah. to have an understanding. You know, <laughs> what do you think? What What are your yeah. thoughts? You know, I. I let me say this. I have a great, I, I had a great aunt. Her name was Big Mama. You know, we all got a Big Mama, but she was my great aunt. And so she married her husband when she was 13 years old. They were married for 85 years. I ain't lying. She was 98 when she died. Her husband just died. He was 100 years old. He had a side chick. Named Pauline, uh-huh. who lived around the corner and down the street from my big mama, him and his side chick, they had kids together. They're now in their 60s, 70s, these kids. And my aunt knew about Aline all this time. Aline, in real life, was the oldest living side piece. 
before she died last year. Y'all ain't even lying. Even lying. I just be wanting right. to ask her kids, like, y'all mama was a side chick. You know, like, y'all mama was a side chick. That is true. It's because we always talk, we, you know. have, uh, we always talk about our family trees. And uh, in my family tree, we had Monday Durant. So Monday Durant is my great, 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 great grandfather. Keep going greats. But, so he was a pastor, but he was spreading a little more than God's word. You know what I'm saying? And so he had a lot of children. He was spreading word. He was laying hands Mm -hmm. and doing other things, too. And so a lot of my family is from Oklahoma, and a lot of them stayed across the street from cousins, stayed around the corner from cousins. (laughs) Like, he had kids, and so his wife was Indian. And she actually paid for him to be free. So she, might be she paid for him to be free, but her her man had women all over the place, just just spreading seed and blessings. <laughs> seed and blessings, y'all. I'm so seed and blessings. Wow. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, look, unfortunately, you know, like, okay, so I I write. I mean, and you guys know how it is. Like, it's really all about perception. Like, when people see you or they hear about certain things that you do, they automatically assume that things are a certain way. Like, um, when I got my book deal or whatever, I did a radio interview at our um, local radio station in Oklahoma. And um, every, you know, we only had that one black station. Hello, so everybody and their mama heard it. But then, you know, then I started to feel like Mike Jones. You know, back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. They all, all y'all, my inbox was going bananas. Oh, you know, I heard the radio interview. Dudes, I used to date. Dudes, I was digging like a shovel who wasn't digging me back. You know, but <laughs> I was just like, you know what? I really like this dude, but he's not feeling me. I am not thirsty. Right. I'm not. I'm not thirsty. I'm cool. I'm going to let him go and do his thing. And then those very same dudes who overlook me because a lot of you guys don't know, but I was really, really big, you know. And one day I just got sick and tired of being sick and tired. Like Crystal said, you know, I started looking at things differently on the McDonald's menu. And I was like, you know what? I want to live a quality life. And I want quality people in my life, right? So I started working on Avery inside out to make sure that the very person that I want to attract is the person that is attractive, which is me, because we only attract on the outside what we've got on the inside. All of those things that is inside of, that's our magnet. That's Mm -hmm. our radar. And in order for you to attract something, you have to have those same attributes. Which is why all gay people know who who's gay. It's that familiar mm-hmm. spirit. People know if you're a hustler, mm-hmm. if you're a liar, if you're this, if you're that, because you have that same type of familiar spirit. And so I'm trying to make sure that everything that I want to attract, that it's found in me first. I cannot expect no man to come to me with perfect credit, this, that, and the third. I ain't got that. Right. We we do that, right? We want the mm-hmm. other person to have everything on our list, and we ain't got nothing. You can't mm-hmm. just, in my world, see, I don't just bring the fork and the spoon to the table. 
baby, I bring the table. I am the table. And everything that this man needs, he should be able to find it in me. Monique is a damn lie. Monique is a liar, and Oprah and her ass is a liar. Oprah wants to be married. She does. I know we're not talking about Oprah, but she wants, we be lying. Women no, yeah, Oprah lie. wanna be, wait, she Oprah wants wanna to be, be ready. She wants to be married. Oh, what Oprah said was, I can't get married. Yeah, yeah, because Stedman don't want to. See, she wants to marry Stedman, right? I think she's thinking about her money aspect. Like, she's worth Mm -hmm. a billion dollars. So she can get a prenup. She really wants to get married. She does. If you, when Oprah, before Oprah pulled that fat out on the wagon on her show, she had did an interview many years ago, and I'm old, so I'm telling my age, but she did an interview about how she wanted to get married and have kids and this, that, and the third. And so her and Stephanie had just really started. Yeah, this was like in 1902, 1903. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's how they didn't have TVs back then. Oh, of course. So, you know, she started dating Stedman, and then she adapted to what he wanted. Because like Steve mm-hmm. Harvey said, and he, was, he wasn't just a total flake on, you know, think like a man, right? He wasn't. A relationship is what a man says it is. That man can say he's with you or he's not, because if he don't say that he's with you, y'all are not. You can you can be in a relationship with him, but is he in a relationship mm-hmm. with you? Do he know right. that he's in a relationship with you? And so we as women, because we want to be with that man, we will adapt we will take on whatever it is his thought process is. We will accept this just to be with him because even as successful as she is, I believe, and I believe it's the same thing with Monique, I yeah. believe they are those women who are like that one woman that you know who will say, I would rather have a piece mm-hmm. of a man than not mm-hmm. have no man at all. And I believe that mm-hmm. that's what Monique does. And I believe that's what Oprah is doing, and they are settling. And the very moment that we settle for less than what we really want, that's the moment that we settle for less than we even thought we settled for. Mm-hmm. And that's full circle than when we started the show where I said don't settle. But you said a mouthful, Avery. Yeah. I can't agree with you more. Yeah. And now the other part of the the show is redefining your definition of happy. How do you redefine your happy? Because we're constantly evolving people. We change all the time. Our body changes every, every couple of years, our body changes. So we're constantly changing. What are some of the things? Because I think that's another issue that we have it, where we don't redefine our happy. And the other person's expectations is that everything stays the same and they don't redefine their happy. You see what I'm saying? You expect that person to stay the exact same way and enjoy the exact same things, but the truth is that they're not. You see what I'm saying? And so how do you effectively move forward in a relationship with two constantly changing beings? But making sure that you're happy, because see, the other person can't make you happy. A man, right. I don't care what nobody say, can't no man make you happy. He can't. 
happy starts with you. If you have things on the inside that you are not solidified with, if you're not satisfied with, you can lose yourself in that relationship. As a woman, we are constantly losing ourselves, whether it's in our kids' world, in our man's world. You're constantly losing yourself, and you lose your happy in the process. So you have to know that happiness starts with you. And you have to know the things that make you happy. And not only be honest with that man, but you got to be honest with yourself. And vice versa. A woman cannot make a man happy. She cannot. You can't change him. You can't make him happy. Now, you can be an accessory, something that enhances what he already has on the inside. Yeah. You can be encouragement. You can be a silent affirmation for that man. But you cannot make that man happy, and you can't make him change. Now, he can want to change. He can mm-hmm. want to change. But you can't I'm, make him happy. I think I would, I, I don't know if I would say a woman can't make a man happy um, because I think it's all individual. You know, the happiness is individual, but I wouldn't, I, 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 that I just I don't know if I would I would go that far as to say because you have to make each other happy in order to want to be with each think, other, you know. Right, but if you're not happy like with yourself, yeah. right? If you don't have that internal yeah. happiness, if you're not happy internally, it doesn't matter what you have going on on the outside. You are really a dead vessel just walking. You're I, a dead vessel walking through life. Yeah, I think it's more of you can't when that person leaves. Your happiness does too. Right, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's more of um, you can't expect for that person to complete you. Because when you're looking for someone to complete you, it's a whole different ballgame. And and if you, that's why it's so important that you do the internal work first. You work on yourself. You love yourself. Before I met my husband, make no mistake about it, like I had a desire to be married, but I remember my husband asking me on the telephone when we started talking, he said, do you have a desire to be married? And I said, yeah, why would you even ask me that? And he said, I just thought you were good. I said, well, I am. I love my life. I'm straight. I'm content. I love me and I love my life, you know, but that doesn't mean that I don't have a desire to be married. But see, because I had done all that inner work, gotten to know myself, love myself, accept myself, accepting my flaws so I could accept other people's flaws. Because I had did all that work, it's like even though I love my husband and he does make me happy, he doesn't complete me. So if me and my husband have an argument or we fall out or he disagrees with me, my whole world is not shattered because Crystal's still here. You see what I'm saying? I'm still here. So, and, and right. I feel like that's so important for you to have any relationship. You can't expect for that person. That's how women get messed up. And men too, for that matter. You can't get into a relationship expecting for that person to be your everything. Because then right. if something happens, if they cheat on you, if they leave you, you all jacked up. You know what I'm saying? You have to be good with mm-hmm. yourself. And I love my husband dearly. He's my best friend, make no mistake. But, you know, I know that I'm here for more than a, for more than to just be his wife. You know, my life consists mm-hmm. of way more than just being this man's wife. So I think it's, a, it's about you knowing that that other person doesn't complete you and you're whole all by yourself. And that person is just an enhancement, making your life Absolutely. a little better, like, you know, like that accessory that we talked about. Well, Absolutely. I'll add that, uh, that um, in, in our relationship, I think that women are the natural testers of men, period. Like, like you can call yourself mm-hmm. a man, you be about your business, but until you get with a woman, 
She tests your patience, your reserve, your fortitude, everything. She's a natural tester of a man. So until you get into a relationship, you ain't been tested, bro. For those brothers listening, until you got with a real woman, you ain't been tested. Straight up. And then a man is a natural tester of a woman. All the women out there thinking they got together, you ain't really been tested until you had to actually go up against your counterpart, your equal. You know what I'm saying? That 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 that, that other part of you. You know what I'm saying? Like that person that's that, that's not gonna tolerate your selfishness. Because you can't work on yourself if you're only with yourself. Seriously, like 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 you, you can know the things that, that that are wrong with you, but no one's gonna force you or even call you out on them if I'm saying if if it by yourself. So say so say you're with somebody and they, they don't like the fact that you're a little petty. Okay, well, then they say, okay, cool. I don't like that petty side of you. You're either going to yeah. change or, or you're going right. to lose. They're testing you. They're testing you. So men and women test each other, and both of them pass the test. That's how they keep it going. Serious. Sheree, mm, it's, it's so funny it's that true. you say that. My, my husband said that exact same thing that you said. He said that um, marriage has made him a better man because the things, you know, when you're by yourself, you don't realize your weaknesses because it's just you, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, exactly. and then when you get somebody else and, and I call him out and say, you know, you know you do this, right? And it gets on nerves or whatever, then it kind of forces him. So I do think, I agree with you, I think relationships make us better. You know, they, they force exactly. us to change, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. It keeps us accountable. I think it, it keeps us accountable. It keeps us all yeah, accountable exactly. who are in that relationship. Uh, and that's just not relationships with men and women, friendships too. You know, you, yeah. those people have to keep you accountable. But you have sometimes you have, right, and that helps yeah. you to be a better person. It doesn't make you a better person, but it will help you to be one because it helps you uh, get your own self in balance and in line. I think that whoever is in your space has to help balance you out. They have to balance you out. But I think that you have a lot of women that get in safe relationships and men that get in safe relationships because they don't want to be challenged. You know, that's right. the avoidance. They're avoiding yeah. being challenged. That's true. What that's do you true. think about that, Avery? You know, I used to date a guy who never wanted me to question him, right, like in anything. And I'm like, nigga. <laughs> so, like, literally, we're he's, he's coming from out of state. You know, we had a long-distance relationship, and he's using GPS. And I'm like, I know where we're going. I mean, I live in Atlanta. I know the back streets. They call me Backstreet Betty. I know how to get you through traffic, right? (laughs) And so he's using GPS, and I was like, where are you going? And he was like, well, GPS said to go this way. And I was like, well, I know where we're going. You can just ask me, why would we go this way? And he was like, you know, I really don't like being questioned. Well, then you really don't like to be with me because I'm not going to allow you to take me anywhere or do anything, and I don't know what it is that you're trying to do. Like, who do I look like? That is not who I am. You know, and, and the bad thing about that relationship was is like, because I knew how much of an idiot he was, I wasn't in, I didn't have a safe place to land. And I mean, like, oh. I, I wasn't free to speak my mind and tell my truth. I would keep a lot of things in just because 
I don't want to come off as being confrontational, and I certainly don't want to have an argument over something as petty as going three blocks down the street. That's not what I want to do. I think. So it sounds like. He, you know, men get wrapped up in submission. They think just because I'm a man, Absolutely. you a man, and you get with a man, you got to be submissive, and that ain't true. You need to get some applications filled out. I got a questionnaire for you because just because you a man right. don't mean I need to submit to you. Because Absolutely. if you can't lead me, I mean, if I can't blindly follow behind you, I have a problem with that. That means I'm going to question every step you make. And if you can't lead yourself, I know you can't lead me. Right. So let me say this. I think that a true relationship, you know, a great relationship, great relationships are not 50-50, right? You know, I don't want your half. I don't. 100, I want 100, 100. To be, Absolutely. I want you to give me your all. I want to feel like you're giving me your 100% best. No matter what that is, if that's your best, that's what I want. I don't yeah. want that, you know, and I certainly don't want to be, and I don't want to go back to to the like open relationship thing. That wouldn't make me happy. I'm right. a, a happy, a true true happiness to me is internal. Like I make myself happy, but I want somebody who can make me laugh, you know, because I love laughter, and I want us to be able to even after we have an argument, we sit down and be like what in the hell were we arguing about? And just break out with laughter, you know, because I want us to know that that was, whatever it was, was so stupid Stupid. and it's so petty that it's not worth us, right? And I I want to have that that man's, listen, I want to have that man's head, you know what I mean? And I'm not talking about his head game. I want to have that man's head, which is why I could never let him be in a relationship with anybody else. I just yeah. couldn't because when 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 you got that person's head, you uh-huh. you're gonna get their heart and, and the body is going to follow. Right? When you love somebody, I couldn't even sleep with somebody else. If when you love somebody, you don't look at it as a restriction. You look at right. it as a blessing to just be with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's and, and, and girl. It, yeah, and every don't I let the baby be good. Don't let the dick be good. I'm just going to put Don't let the dick be good. And if the tongue is longer than the dick, don't. Oh, Lord Jesus. But wait a minute, Marshall. You can flip that around because what if that man gives you everything that you desire and that you need, but the D ain't good? Then what they gonna be happy. But the thing, but you know what the but thing why, about why would it, you like, not be happy based on I haven't, look, I haven't in all, right, in all honesty. Listen, in all honesty, I don't think that, and I'm not as sexually active as a lot of people. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. My numbers are low. However, I don't, I don't think I've ever had bad sex. You know, not not since I was a teenager, and we had absolutely no clue what we were doing. You know what I'm saying? But there are things you can do. See, sex, I, I require, I'm just being honest, I require clitoral stimulation, right? <laughs> I don't come through penetration. I just don't because that's not the way my nether regions are set up. Now, he might be able to get that G-spot, and it might be feeling real good for a moment, but... 
that that moment is going to pass. So you probably going to have to end up eating me out and let me come and stuff. And I've never encountered a man who don't know how to eat pussy. And the one man that I did encounter, I caught him. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Slow that thing sit down. Oh, move it. Now apply just about that much pressure. Yes, honey. Yes. See? You can get yeah. through those things, you know. <laughs> if he if he doesn't, because he may not know. Girl, introduce, keep her bedroom hot. Bring toys into the room. Right. Give a little penis ring. Girl, look, I got this shower head though. Oh my god, it costs twenty dollars. It don't require batteries. Oh Lord Jesus. But so I know like the little shocker things. You know the the little. You know how they use when they do the electrotherapy. I like the little shocker things. Girl, are you talking about a tin unit? A tin unit. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's, it's like it's like the it's like it's what they use when they do electrotherapy, like on your body. Yeah. Like if you go to a the chiropractor unit. or something, you yeah. can put that yeah. in the leathered regions, um, yeah. and you can have fun. You can get over it. Look, he doesn't have to have the world's greatest sex, but if he loves you, you know, like for real, if if he's in love with me, he's going to make love to me, and he's not going to just fuck me. See, when you fucking, fucking is always good, but Mm. making love to somebody, that's just, that's a whole nother level, and you don't get to do that very much. Mm. Go ahead, Sharice. Again. I'm not judging. I don't judge nobody. I've talked to swingers relationships people, and they say the exact same thing that Anthony just said. It's a difference between making love and fucking. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. It's all mental. Mm-hmm. So if, 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 if you're not yeah, making love, bring your head. Man, exactly. Yeah. So, 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 right. So it's a difference. That's what the people in swingers relationships say, and I can verify yeah. that. Because like I said, I'm getting in love with a woman, and I and I fuck the woman, and I don't even know her fucking name. I don't right. know her name, but but my but, but my girl was there, and it turned her on. She was honest about that. So again, don't judge nobody on what on, on what they do. But I will say, sex, physical intimacy is a need, and if you want to have a good marriage, you better have your sex life in order. Otherwise, you're headed for divorce or a bad situation or a sexually constipated relationship. And who wants that? So be honest. I think you have to know the person. And like like Sharice said, well, he's telling you straight up, yo, he would go to whoever he's dating and he would say, sex is very important to me. And he's telling them up front. For, for other people, yeah. it may not be that important. Now, if, me personally, I don't know. I, I've changed. When I was younger, sex used to be very important to me. And then as I got it's older and I saw, I saw how easy it was to get, it's not hard to get, to get a hard key. That's not hard. It's not hard to find a man who can have sex with you and make you come. That's not hard to right. do. Mm-hmm. However, to find a man who is going to stick by you, love you, help you raise your children, build a family with you, build a life with you, share dreams with you, be with you when you act in the nut. Oh, my God. Right. That's very hard to do. So for me, it's like, baby, as long as it ain't horrible, we can work on that. I got you. Don't <laughs> Yeah. 
like do crazy stuff. Okay. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. And then, just, just for the record, I wouldn't come to women and say sex is important to me. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not as simple as penetration. See, that that that's sex. A, an entire sexual expression, an entire sex life, that's important to me. Sex in, sex in itself is in, out, in, out. Fuck that. That's not important to me. A sexual relationship is important to right. me. So your thing is right. intimacy is what's important to you. Yeah. In, in, all, in all forms, whatever turns my woman on, I'm a motherfucking do it. If but the intimacy has nothing to do with sex. Yes, it does. In my opinion. Yes, it does. It's not my opinion. It's a form. It's a form, but it's not what it is. Intimacy is part of sex. It's not all of it. If it comes from a place of love, if it comes from a place of love, it's motherfucking intimate. I don't care what you say. If a woman tells me that I'm in love with and she's in love with me and we're together that she wants me to choke her, guess what? It comes from a place of love for me, and she wants that. How can it not be intimate? If I love her and she loves me and she wants me to choke her because it turns her on, how the fuck can it not be intimate? Got y'all quiet, don't I? It makes sense. I'm not. I'm always quiet. It still doesn't make sense to me. I'm not. I've been quiet. It all comes from the place. You know, look, well, I don't, I don't know if it comes from a place of love, but I think that person and you are together in it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, 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 whatever y'all do is going to come from. I don't care if it's right candles and cook me dinner or choke me and spank me. It's all the same to me. It's all the same. Thank it's what daddy. you want. Thank you, daddy. <laughs> How you want it. Yeah. How you You're right. But, you, you know, I, I, I totally agree. I don't like to be spanked. You know, I'm not that type of chick, but yeah, I believe, I, you know, in, you intimacy, intimacy is important, right? I believe that it's about getting inside of a person, like intimacy, yeah. in to me, see, mm-hmm. right? You're in, exactly. in to me, you're into me, and that's well, that what intimacy like. is, right? But real talk, come on now, y'all, you can get dick when you can't get shit else. You can get exactly. dick when you can't That's get your rent paid. Come on now. Look, I know you guys have seen the, the video that was circulating around, you know, many moons ago on Facebook about the homeless people fucking. These was real homeless people <laughs> out on the street under a box literally having sex. You can get Sex when you can't get not nothing hard. else, right. but but that, it is that's, that's not a relationship. Not, I, I'm not activity. saying that it is. I didn't say that's that that was. I'm just saying you can get that. You can get that when you can't get anything else. You can't get intimacy when you can't right. get anything else. Those are things that you that's actually true. have to work. Towards. You have to work on those things, and those things aren't just easy. And real talk, these people these days, it's it's women. I'm gonna speak from the women, the woman's point of view, since I am. But it's women out there who make it so fucking easy for some dudes to just do whatever, and it makes it difficult for a woman with standards and goals and morals and principles and a true hustle. 
to get a good man because they're so used to Sally just laying it out for them. Look, I'll get up and I'll fix agree. you a sandwich if you if you fuck me real good, nigga. I will cook you some cheese eggs. I will <laughs> walk to the damn do that right. I will do all of that for. And this this is the thing. You don't even have to ask me because if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, I consider do it my pleasure to do that for you. I consider that a pleasure to do that. But I'm going to need us to work together and not like we need to be on the same team. We need to be both trying to win the Super Bowl. And we don't have to be doing it together. Yes, but we don't. And, you know, look. My my whole my perf my perfect relationship. The one thing that I've always wanted, real talk in a relationship, is to be able to have a husband, not a man, not a boyfriend, but a husband who I can work with, who we can grow and build something with. And it doesn't have to even be the same thing. See, he can be doing his thing. He can right. be Bob the Builder, right? And I can be over here playing Martha Stewart. And he can have his thing, and I can have my thing, but I want us to have our thing. Yeah, That's what yeah. I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. I want us to have our thing. You know, That's I knew that you like to go to the strip club when I met you. Let me give you some singles. Hell, let me go and buy you a love dance. I don't mind that because I'm not insecure. My ex-husband, see, he didn't know how to take me, y'all, because I gave him 100 singles to go to the strip club. He thought I was being sarcastic. But I'm just like, dude, I knew that you went to the strip club when I met you. I met you down the street from a damn club. Hello. (laughs) I want somebody who's listening. You got to understand who I am. I want you, I want to tell you my truth. I do. I want to tell you that when when I wrote Head Doctor, I didn't have to do very much research. I want you to know that I did and I want to be able to show you what I didn't have to do very much research. Yeah. I want you to uh, see that I enjoy pleasing you. It does absolutely. Look, giving a, a man head does not turn no woman on. I mean, it does not stimulate her nether regions. It just does, it does not. However, I, 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 what turns I, her I, on uh, is sleep. Ma'am, don't do that. I don't know I will say, though, it's not necessarily the giving the head that will turn her on. It's the fact that he enjoys it. So pleasing him is okay. what, is what is. turns her on, right? That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying, okay. Listen, a woman, okay, Sharif, a woman ain't going to come sucking your dick. I'm just saying, unless said, she's playing with I, herself, I said, I said, unless she's playing with herself. We have a hand up right quick before we wrap up. I said, when get wet, I said, they come. When they get wet, they get wet. We have a hand up. We got a hand up. Hold on, y'all. We got 720518. You're alive in the chat room. What's your name and where you calling from? My name is Latay, and I'm calling from Denver, Colorado. How you guys doing? Hey, Hey, Latay, how are you? What's up? What's up? All right. I had to say something because (laughs) someone said that giving head does not (laughs) relate a woman. 
I'm sorry, I have to say, yes, it do. For me, it do. It do something to me. I don't know about nobody else. But is, it, okay, but is it the act of giving head, or is it the fact that he enjoys what you're doing to him? It's both. That turns you on. Because I, I'm very creative. So for me, it's both. Hello. All right. Yeah. Okay. Hello. All right, now. So I, I just had to that. chime in on that one. <laughs> I co-signed that because I felt, yeah, I felt the pussy, and the pussy got wet, and she fucking wet. Not, 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 be honest, but, you, but it was the enjoyment that fed. Yes. In other words, what she's right. saying is something has to happen for you right. to feel that way. And the, the right. fact mm-hmm. that whatever creative thing that you thought about, that means that you put love and thought in Absolutely. the in the thought of sucking yeah. that dick and right. he's enjoying right. it. And he's going crazy and that's turning you on. It's the, the fact that you are pleasing him. That is They're turning you on, and that you can right, make girl. you come. But just going Absolutely. to suck somebody's dick, if you just suck somebody's dick and you ain't putting no thought into it, you just like, okay, <laughs> you, you ain't going to come and you ain't going to get wet. You right. You're right. just there. you like, whatever, you I'm done. Open. All right, let's go. <laughs> now, I have a question. This is Avery. Yeah. So I have, a, I have a question for Sharice, right? So, Sharice, you know how dudes are always talking about, oh, you know, her pussy is, is all big and it's stretched out and stuff like that. See, this is what the thing is and what y'all dudes need to understand. The more turned on a woman is, the wetter she's going to be, and the more loose her walls are going to get. Okay. That's that's a scientific oh. fact. So it's not that she's been fucked a million times. It's that you're putting in this work, and you're really turning her on. You need to revel in that shit oh, because you're doing on. your job. But the pussy is a muscle anyway. The pussy is a muscle anyway, and it's constantly being worked. It's it's a muscle. So being loose and all of that, that's not, it's a muscle. It's a constantly flexing muscle. So it's always being worked. Okay. Okay, Avery, um, thank you very much for (laughs) that. That 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 pussy class, you know that they don't say that that's for real. You're welcome. That's for the little dick niggas. I ain't never had that problem. That so so all the little dick niggas out there, y'all need to pay attention to what Avery just said because I can have somebody call me right now. Oh, five people that tell you right now, I hit all the walls. I had all the walls. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. That's for that's for the little dick niggas.
We I'm crazy. No we gonna have to do I a part. I call it Sugar Gabriel. I don't call it Sugar Gabriel for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm gonna try to wrap this up. We want to thank everybody it's for joining us here on Let's Chat for this phenomenal relationship. Before we all leave this chat room, we're gonna shout out your social media and any books or events that you may have, so our listening audience can tune in and. Do that one click or even just show up. We're going to start with the man 4.9, Mr. Sharif himself, that hits all the walls. Shout out to all the walls. Wall. <laughs> I, I, I said, wow, all the walls. Okay, um, you can find me on. <laughs> it was very fun hanging out with y'all, Crystal, Avery, Miss Tony, Lisa. I had a ball. I had a ball. So, um, uh, yeah, you can find my social media. I'm on Snapchat, Sharif 4.9, Instagram, Facebook, the whole, you know, top five. I'm there. Um, yeah, currently got a song out right now called Paralyzed. It's available wherever you stream music at. I'll be there. Just put in Street 4.9 Paralyzed and bump with me. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got going on. Awesome. Oh, Tice. Tice. I'm, 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 I am going to write another Tice. So people that listen. I just got well, lost. You know, you know for Tice. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome, 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 awesome. And for the woman whose husband has been swallowed and then some, you go ahead and tell them <laughs> your social media handle, Miss Avery. Um, so I'm Avery Good on Facebook. I am the Good Scribe on Twitter, Periscope, and um, what's that other thing? Instagram. And I'm She Good. Hashtag She Good. On Snap, cause y'all know I'm good. I'm good at it. Oh, all right. <laughs> buy now. my new book. Look and buy my new book. Head doctor Sharif, whoever you dating, whoever you dating, buy that book for her. Everybody who's listening, with, if you want to get married, buy head doctor dudes. If you want good head, buy her head doctor. I'm just saying it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and wherever books are sold. Hit me up. I'll send you a copy. Get it awesome, awesome, awesome. And yeah. for for the woman that has no walls, black, or husband, follow, she was getting it in two weeks. You go ahead and <laughs> you can like this social handle. Okay, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> honey. Um, so I definitely want to, of course, thank uh, Lisa and Tony for having all of us on. We so appreciate you guys. And once again, congratulations on your nomination. Um, I enjoyed you, Sharif, Avery, of course, you know, Tony and Lisa, all you guys had a blast with you. Um, and I want to tell you guys how you can reach me. So you can go to Crystal Love Coach at Crystal Love Coach on every single social media platform. Um, like my Facebook fan page, um, except on Instagram, I am Crystal Nicole D. Love Coach. And I give like, you know, videos, dating tips and advice for you guys. Um, my book, How I Got Great in 14 Days, will be available November 22nd on Amazon. I give you Yay. a step-by-step process telling you how to go from thought to a wifey. If you want to get your ring, <laughs> if you want to attract a quality, marriage-minded man, so be on the lookout for that. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys, for joining Alicia and I. We, we, we appreciate you. And, you know, this, this has been a great platform, and we hope our listening audience has had as much fun as we have. I mean, we have been going way over the time limit. So before we get cut off, I just want to say thank you once again. You guys are welcome. I had a great time. Make sure you guys tune in. Thank you. We'll be back here tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Make sure you tune in. And if you miss any of our show, Lee, tell them how they can catch up, girl. 
Absolutely. Make sure you head over to blogtalk.com. You can actually pick us up on any podcast app, iTunes, SoundCloud. We're everywhere. If you want to chat with your ladies, so let's chat. If you would like to be on the show, if you have an idea of an author or someone you would like to have on the show, make sure you send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. If you would like to be a sponsor, if you're into music and you would like some of your music to be sampled on our show, Send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. Shout out to everybody that always sends us music. Blue Marley, Bird School Records. We got Ike Burner and the BMT crew, uh, Team Furnace, EP Pope. Um, and, and we all are really, really, really privileged. Uh, Keith Robinson, we appreciate everybody that always sends us music and um, kind of supports us in their own way. They may not be able to come on the show all the time. Shout out to Rick Ross Music Group. Um, but they always give us some sort of support, and we appreciate that. Absolutely. And if you're in the Atlanta area next weekend, make sure you head on over to MVP Awards. Get your tickets at MVPAwards.com. And we hope to see you in the ACL next weekend. Absolutely. We will see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow, back here in the chat room, we're going to have Casper Hill, Byron Carey, and then Sharif is going to come back and talk about his books. (laughs) All right. We get some more doses of Mr. Sharif. My song. My song. (laughs) We thank you once again, everyone, for joining us. Everyone have an awesome, great evening. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye.